Kings are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hungry Gamers! Hello, 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 and welcome to the 27th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net. I'm your not-so-humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. As per usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Reese Kirby at Fried Reese, Sam Abraham at 8bit Sam. How you going today, my boys? Going good, going real good. Hello, Brendan. How are you today? <laughs> Doing good. I'm feeling this, feeling this vivacious energy from you guys right now. You're looking good. It's a sunny Saturday here in Sydney town. Just a few wide-eyed lads ready to talk some game. That's it. That's it. That's so it. it's uh, yeah, twenty seventh episode. Who would have thought? You that say that every week. Couldn't, couldn't have e- made it to twenty seven. No e- way. Every <laughs> week you're like, oh, twenty five. Wow, we really, uh, we really kept this thing going. Wait, wait, I'm pretty surprised, guys. Just setting milestones. I'm pretty surprised we got to one. So twenty seven is officially past the halfway point of the year for us. It's Correct. Just over. Correct. Yeah, fifty two weeks in the year. Yeah, had to, had to do some quick maths there. My yeah. math is sound. I don't understand, but okay. Yeah, I'll so take your word for it. It means we've been doing it for... Six months. Six months. Gosh. Over six months. Yeah. Yeah. we just like to take this opportunity to thank everyone that's had a listen and mm. chucked us a like and subscribe and a comment. Cheers, cheers to all you fantastic boys and girls out there that, uh, you know, put an hour and a half or so aside every week to listen to three guys talk nonsense. It's like that's when it. uh, Marge goes to the Monster Mart. It's like, where is the service? And it's like... We just wanted to remind all of our customers that we love each and every one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, miss. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so uh, hit us up in the street. We'll shout you a beer, listeners. No. No. Yep. No. no. (laughs) I'll shout you a beer. There you go. There you go. Moneybags McGee over here. Oh, Gordon Gecko White. (laughs) Three blokes walking to a beer. (laughs) Speaking of beers, what have you guys been doing this week? Uh... Drinking beer? No. <laughs> so why, yeah, how did we get to 27 episodes? Yep. Segways like that, Brendan. Mate. Uh, look, not much. I started ranked play on Overwatch. Um, having fun with that. Yeah? Yep. Have um, you been noticing it? Like, I guess until you start, the after you do your 10 placement matches, you won't really notice. It definitely got a lot more exciting. Because like, I was getting to the end of my tether a little bit, well, I'm getting up to 25 because I was kind of like, you know, a bit repetitive. But mm. once I hit that ranked play, this all of a sudden got really, really real. But... Mm. Gone on a Torb and Bastion ban. Yeah, you, you've pretty well just stolen my mistress, you as son of, of a bitch. As of level 12. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, plays D.Va. Yeah, love, yeah right. Love she's she's become more tank-like, but the sneaky bugger over here plays her almost like a sniper, parks his big tank miles away and just picks him off with the infinite infinite machine guns that she fires. But I had he's been go, doing well with it. He's I, been wrecking. I had to go at Zenyatta as well, you know. I think Zenyard is a pretty good one too. The one with the uh, orbs? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get a lot of kills, but Mm. it's definitely going to make your team win. Support wise. Yeah. He he got a buff this week too, where they've sort of flipped um, some of his health ratio to his armor ratio. So he's a little bit more, um, you know, of a harder target now. He's not so much of a paper cannon. Good. Because I just, I die a lot. Mm. 
You're still enjoying it? You're still, still as hyped as you were the last yeah, few course. weeks since yeah. you dived in? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I actually want to leave at the, right now and to just go play. go play. Okay. So if we could just hurry this along a bit. Okay. <laughs> got some Overwatch to do. I got things to do, people. Things to do. What about you, Sammy Boy? What have you been doing? Not Overwatch, um, which I kind of feel good about. I don't know why. I'm, yeah? not, I'm not as like excited to play it. You're not part of the Overwatch cult. No. Not yet. No. Give it I'm time. waiting to be converted, but give it time. Yeah. I got no point this week. I was like, oh, Overwatch. Really got to go home and play some Overwatch. Have you played anything this week? Uh, yes, I've played some Hearthstone. I've played some Pokemon. Um, not Pokemon Go. Oh. Look, I saw your eyes just light up there. My eyes sir. did widen a little yeah. bit. No. Um, Pokemon Y. So my nephew, I'd, I'd forgotten how hard Pokemon the game is as mm. a concept. For someone who's very young So this ties into Because you got him a 3DS And the game for his birthday Last weekend yeah Yeah Turned turned the big six Didn't he I thought he turned seven Seven Turned six So sorry to my sister (laughs) Happy sixth birthday Little little Abraham You little legend He turned six Little Noah Little Noah Um, He's a chief And he uh, I called him on Tuesday Like two days after he's had it I called my sister And put him on the phone And I asked about How he's going with it And she said And he, he got on the phone Sorry you see, he's still stuck in the bedroom. Like, he's still stuck in the first bit. Oh, in, in his house? In his house, oh, yeah. Oh, no. So, um, yeah. Maybe not the best present for a six-year-old. Bless, bless his cotton socks. Maybe, maybe, for maybe his a seventh year or birthday, two. maybe you can buy him a copy of the Da Vinci Code and he can find <laughs> that as well. Poor yeah, little mate. Here's this safe, mate. Just give it a good crack for me. <laughs> oh, that's something I did this week. I bought a lockpick set. There you go. Really? <laughs> yeah. That whole segue then, that wasn't pre-arranged. No, that wasn't. Business. That was just that was, fantastic. So it happened, yeah, you're going to be a safe cracker? It's a cool hobby, I think. <laughs> being a thief. No, you're not being a thief. But <laughs> nah. All right, so imagine this, right? You're just rolling around the streets. You've had a cutler. You're with your buddies and there's a padlock. And you're like, boys, watch this, right? <laughs> so you get the padlock. You don't go in there because that's illegal. And obviously, probably unlocking the padlock's also illegal, so don't do that either. But if you did... Hypothetically. You'd be pretty cool. You'd be you'd get some good boss points. Yeah. Or I'll get you a stethoscope. Yeah, yeah. For them them safe. Just to go on the door. Yeah, just twisting. You could be in Ocean's Eleven. So when you you carry this lockpick set around... To be the 11th Ocean. Abraham's Eleven. Abraham's Eleven. So this lockpick set, are you going to keep it in sort of like a top breast pocket and sort of... Almost like open your coat and say, "Hey guys, it's a bit too obvious." Pick some locks, or like it's on be... the like in yeah, like on the inside of a jacket. Or you're going to get like a little pins, like and a things. thigh strap, and strap right. it to the, okay. the thigh. It's not bad. Like yeah, like uh, like outside of your pants though, just like a little leather pouch. That oh you yeah, just, yeah. If like we an were, adventurer. If we were going to knock over the star, how would we do it? All right. Well, it starts. It all starts with the lockpick set, obviously. We need an inside man. Who's the inside man? I know the security manager at the star. Okay, there you go. here we go. Bang. Now we're really onto something. All right. Yeah. So you 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 buddy up with the security manager. He gets us into where do I fit in? I'm probably the guy, like who um, the big Texan that kind of draws the attention away from so, people. So you're sitting at the blackjack table, just <laughs> high guy rolling. Who, like, fakes, yeah, just fakes a heart attack at yeah, yeah at the yeah. like whale table or something. <laughs> yeah, I could be like the Southern Belle that kind of sits out. Uh, you know, it's giving me the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We, you, we'll, we'll workshop a, this idea. Any, right? You're, you're a, place, you're a placeholder for that role. There's something for now. here. There's something here. Um, no, but it's cool, right? Like you play all these games, right? Where you, you you are breaking locks and you are, you know, and you're maxing out that skill. But in real life, you have absolutely no idea how the hell it works. So if I like can lock pick cook and like, I don't know, mine, 
then I'm basically a World of Warcraft character. Mm. Swiss Army all all you right? budding single ladies that are looking out there for a man of substance that's going to look after you. And, you know, when you do lock your keys in the car, give our boy Sam a call. He might be able to pick that all lock. All I need is a metal ruler and I've got you saved there. That's that, it. that could be some sort of Tinder opening line for sure. Mm. Like, all I do pick is pick lock locks, yeah. but I can't unlock my own or some, there's something like that. Ooh, something deep. mysterious, yeah. It's yeah. really like uh, like some sort of jaded individual yeah because yeah. you know uh that means that women will want to change you uh yeah no. <laughs> women. i think that worked i think that angle worked when you're 15 and then when <laughs> nah, everyone kind of women be loving changes <laughs> they love that if you're the old uh, broken winged bird you know they they go you know we can rest him back to health we can we can rebuild this little birdie what is your idea no, of women that you think that they all think this way not all of them but i know a vast majority of girls that I've, I've friends, family, they all love this. It's they very love Trumpy, this. Okay. Like a Trumpy way of well, bringing that narrower. Like, speaking, yeah, there's a vast majority of women I know in my life that I've spoken to in the greater Shire area. I have watched those debates this week and they were wonderful. Oh, speaking as a true representative and ambassador for the friend zone, um, <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you that, uh, yeah, all, all approaches to do with pity are not, 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 not a good angle. Always short-lived. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you... Approach it as look at me, I'm a broken soul. But when you know they know that sense? you're a bit of a bad boy with a bit of a checkered past, that like, episode no, we, can, we can convert this fellow. The episode of um, The Simpsons where Milhouse's parents split up and becomes he becomes dark and mysterious. Oh yeah, and all the girls love him because they like they mm. they, they want to change him. And the Simpsons are always mm. right. No, they're not. Most of the time, never. Hey, right. they've predicted some pretty random yeah. stuff. Yeah, I saw the happened. Trump thing. Yeah, yeah. even um, complete with the thumbs up on the damn escalator. Like it wasn't yeah. just the wave; it was the wave into the thumbs, and then yeah. they did the what? And Pokemon Go, they did they did yeah. Pokemon Go as well. Like before, it, like two years or something before mm. it happened. Matt, Matt Groening is just silently suing everything that happens in real life. He goes, "You know what? Hey, Niantic, I think they're just give me my so money. flat on ideas that they're literally creating the future and going back in the past to write Simpsons episode." Mm. It's a, that's a concept that's way too big for me right now. It's Saturday morning, guys. You're talking about time travel. Time travel in a world where Trump is still existing and stuff? Guys, come on. I love time travel. Calm down. If you could time travel... Oh no, let's not even go into No, it. no, no. Back or forward? Just quick. All right, go. Forward. All right, why? Uh, well, I want to see what happens. You know what Louis C.K. says? What's that? White people lose in the future. Oh. White people lose. That Louis C.K., he's, uh, he's miles above my intelligence level. Mm. I think I'd go back. Really? Mm. To what period? I don't know. It's, can I can I just like it's chop pretty and bad socially like the further back you go mm. yeah <laughs> like we've all got a pretty sweet I don't know about Sam mm. <laughs> if we I'm, to go doing back, I'm doing pretty well if you were to go back too far I don't know what would happen just be a uh, camel rider or something you know? <laughs> <laughs> with a scimitar in my hand oh yeah. my god that you is, are Lawrence of Arabia that's it so to all the budding artists out there if you'd like to send in some fan art uh, we'd like to see Sam on a camel with a scimitar yeah. Prince of Persia style. <laughs> I'd get it framed and put it on my wall. Fuck it, yeah. eh? Anyway, what did you play this week? I played a little bit. <laughs> that was bit a long of, way around, yeah. wasn't it? We're vibing. We're just vamping this. Played, right uh, played some more Overwatch with our boy Curbs here oh, and God. our boy Benny jumped on. So we had a we had a half a team for most of the most of the rounds we were playing. This um, needs to not be the Overwatch podcast. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just, well, I'm just trying not sprinkling to a little bit of uh, Blizzard love on here. But what I've mostly been playing this week is the early access alpha for We Happy Few dropped. Yeah, what did you think of that? 
I'm. I heard it's underwhelming. I am very underwhelmed. Um, so very underwhelmed. I'm very underwhelmed. <laughs> I just see you sitting there at your desk, like I'm underwhelmed right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm sitting there on my couch, just yelling it at the top of my lungs. So we happy few. We happy few is sort of a survival game where everyone takes a drug that makes them insanely happy and joyful. And if yeah. you're doing anything yeah. to like kill the vibe, you're a, you're, you're immediately in, you're in brackets in in parentheses. You are known as then as a downer. You're a downer. Yeah, and yeah, then so we should take some of those you. drugs. Yeah. yeah. So the story goes like it's set in. Um, I think it's 1964 or 63. It's like Britain. In in, in England, um, yeah, dystopian yeah. environment. Um, Germany obviously won the war in this alternate scenario, but the Soviet forces tried to um, also invade this town you're in, which is an island town called Wellington Wells. But you actually stave off this invasion, so so you win your little mini war. And um, the way you won it is also in brackets, like you know you did something horrific. So you know Wellington Wells is a coping mechanism developed this drug called joy which you know obviously blanks out your memories but it makes everyone you know unusually happy gives you that pleasantville vibe 24 7 and you play this dude named arthur and you're working in a in a newspaper company and it's almost like you know media which is in real life has got that mirroring aspect where they're where they're your your task is to block out any bad news that's happening within the town so you can either, you know, so every, every article is happy. It's, oh, it's great. Wellington Wells is the best place to be. Sunshine, rainbows. So a bit like North Korea. A little bit like North Korea. Except so, with drugs. Yeah. So yeah. you end up having this sort of flashback and, and you sort of you know, start freaking out about all these bad memories and, you know, you instinctively go to reach for your, for your joy drug to, you know, take it to, to get that happy state of nirvana again. But then, you know, you don't. You go, no, I'm over this and you throw your drugs away and then sort of you start to see the cracks you know, in reality and, and no, not all as it seems and yeah. you start sort of remembering all these bad thoughts and, and you, the, the basis of the, the demo is to, to escape Wellington Wells to get out of there and, you know, try and live a happy free life. But yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's a great looking game. Yeah. You know, um, they've created a pretty good environment. The character models are great. They've all got these freaky masks and they look like sort of freaky clown-like I don't even know what you'd mesh it with, like clown. Yeah, no, you'd call it clown makeup. Yeah, so you call it. Yeah, clown yeah. makeup. We'll stick with that for now. Um, the combat system's pretty good. Um, if you played a Bethesda game, you know you'll know how to play this. You know you've got your triggers to attack, block, so on and so forth. But as you touched on, there's that permadeath element. So as standard, the game, um, you know, you start up a new game, ties into that permadeath. So you've got to constantly be looking and foraging for food, for water, and to sleep. If you don't have that combination of stuff, you know, in your in your inventory and you know, finding a regular place to sleep, you die. Yeah. And when you die, game over. You start from scratch. I read so. it was procedurally generated, though. So is it? It's not the same environment every time, is it? It's going to be different. I think. Each time. I think the different. end game is going to be slightly different. But I've I've played through twice. Um, yeah. I died in the first one, and I'm still alive in my current save. But it was the same stuff. I want to play same this stuff. game. What are you playing it on? Xbox One. Okay. It's coming out on Xbox One and also on Windows. Um, I don't know if there's a firm release date on it at this stage. I think it's later this year or, you know, early to mid-2017. It's a bit of a wide net cast, I know, but got funded on Kickstarter. You know, it's, it's getting a lot of fanfare out there, a lot of hype, but so far, you know, in my opinion, it's not reaching those levels. What's letting it down? So everything sounds pretty good to me. It's right hard now. because, you know... You've got to try and disconnect the fact that it is an alpha, but then also keep that in the back of your mind. Yeah. So the control controls can get a little bit janky. Um, trying to interact with um, various AI in the game at times. You know, you press X to talk and generate the conversation. Some of them I just couldn't. 
or it just glitched halfway through and then I couldn't continue to get more information on that quest right. or that side quest. So a few times I had to, you know, save the game, exit out, reload it in, start it again. So there was those little annoyances. So obviously it's going to get polished in the final version, but those parts were annoying me a little bit. The combat was a little bit hit and miss here and there. And I felt the no the permadeath, yeah, <laughs> the permadeath there. I think they need to dial it down slightly. Like it felt like I had to drink every two minutes while I was playing this game. Like every couple of minutes, I get a warning. You know, you need to eat, you need to drink. Like they need to sort of simmer that down a little bit, make it a little bit more. Is it based around me? I might have a little bit of Kerbo influence in there, as far as you know those constant hunger requirements. So it felt like I'd I'd do a side quest and I'd have to go sleep. Do a side quest, have to go sleep. Okay. Uh, so, but you've had two goes at it now. I've I've played about probably ten to twelve hours. Oh wow! So, so I've I've so you've sunk got a lot of first. time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I got the first playthrough. I got about four hours in, and funnily enough, um, I couldn't find some food, so I was low on health. And then I I hit some random tripwire, and the the um so the citizens of the town just kicked the living piss out of me <laughs> and, and, and died. So yeah. Spewing. So yeah, it's it's got some good concept. There's some good there's some good bones there that they can pick out and, and sort of generate into into something pretty special. It reminds me, it's got a lot of Bioshock um, flavor to it. You know, obviously because it's set in that same sort of time period. Yeah. Um, mm. Those those mid um, you know nineteen anywhere from forties to sixties. So it's got a little bit of that dynamic. The soundtrack's good. Graphically, it looks good. Um, the story has got some good potential on there. And this whole um, reliance upon this drug because you still do even though you kick that drug in the in the start you do have to take it from time to time to to blend in because the authorities can tell if you're not on the drugs and you need to you know take it to get into certain areas yeah right but then if you take too much of the drug you die as well so there's this whole you know trope playing on there you know mirroring directly into you know opiate use in real life and things like that so it was, it was pretty cool compulsion games have put it out i think on pc you can actually download it off Steam early access to get your hands on it, but um, well worth a look. Might do that, mm. yeah. Because I saw the trailer for it a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a, I'll get a full awesome. hands-on preview um, article on 8bit.net that should be up by the time this thing comes out. So if you wanna wanna hear a bit more of my thoughts in a little bit more of a constructed detail, check it out. Nice. But yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. All cool. right. Should we jump into some news? There's a bit going around. Let's do it, my friend. Let's get into it. Yeah. This week's news headlines. So the first one um, reported all over the internet is tying into the new Nintendo NX console. Apparently, it's going to be a portable console with detachable controllers, will play cartridges, and obviously can then be connected into your TV via HDMI as well. So it's very interesting. Not, not exactly what I expected Nintendo to do as far as their next step. Cartridges. Yeah. So, so random. Mm. Like, I thought we were past that. Uh... Because, I mean, how much data can you hold on a cartridge? It, it depends on, I guess, the back end they're using. If, if they're, especially with their, their internal memory, because you can get 500 gigabyte micro SD cards. So you can hold a sizable amount of data on there to, to hold it and create a but decent that, game. That sort of begs the question as to why we would even bother with cartridges. Because, mm. I mean, you could just download it. Because mm. I'm guessing you probably need an internet connection. Yeah, yeah, they'll be they'll have obviously a wireless um, adapter in there and things like that. It probably it's almost going to be like a PS Vita on steroids, is the way I see this. Obviously, you can go um, you know physical copy of the game, or you could download straight off the store, hold mm. it on the um, SD card in the in the Vita. Okay, so it's interesting. I mean, like I'm interested, like you know, 
any console from Nintendo, I'm always going to look at because mm. there's just it's a it's such a different feeling playing a Nintendo console versus yeah. a PS4. They're always interested in trying to reinvent the wheel. I think that's their Achilles yeah. heel to a degree as well. Instead of just going, you know what, we make great great tech, good games. Let's just you know jump on the same platform as, as Sony and, and Microsoft and you know try and push the limits as far as graphical processing goes or you know gameplay in, but instead they like to incorporate all these weird little niche touch base it almost feels like they and, think they're above all of that yeah they got their own thing to worry about yeah. and you know they're, they're sort of like well Sony and Xbox will never have what we have yeah yeah which is that Mario legacy you know but apart from that, they ha- like obviously they've got their core title, same as every platform. But yeah, there's I think there's just a little bit of arrogance there. Like I, I guess in, in its own way, no, I'm with you. They're allowed to have that arrogance because they were one of you know the pioneers of video gaming. So I think they've got so much merit on their name that they can go, you know, what? let's let's try and make there, something a bit funky, a little is, bit differently. Yeah. There is anything but arrogance in Nintendo. They they prior to Pokemon Go, their share price had plummeted. And they're reporting losses in their in their annual financial review. They can't, you can't argue that they're trying to do this from a position of power. They know they're at the bottom end of the scale at the moment, and this is crazy. I can't make heads or tails of it's, this it's whole bizarre. concept. Like when everything's steering towards a home entertainment system in one, where it's your, your games, your movies, everything. What the hell is? What the hell is this? Who's taking this with them to their friends' place? Mm. Why what? Why does everyone need to buy one if the idea is to take and share? That's the thing. It makes no sense to me. And we don't know what it looks like yet. It could no. be clunky as all hell mm. and you're having to cart that shit around. And that's the thing. If this console comes out and it's like marginally more powerful than a smartphone, you know, why would you want to jump down that route when you can play similar games on your smartphone, yeah. a smaller form factor, it's got more purpose... You know, and, uh, I, I reckon before I die, if I manage to live till at least 50, let's say this, in the next 30 years, Nintendo will no longer be a company. I'm convinced of that because they constantly make horrible what, choices. What they need to do is just go the route that Sega did and say, you know what, let's just stop making hardware. Let's just make great games. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's just get on software and go, you know what, we'll open up Mario to, you know, to open platform or whatever and, and all their other, you know, specific IPs and just make cracker games well they're only now really getting into mobile gaming and they're only expressed an interest in that in the last 6 to 12 months they've got Japan mobile gaming they've got that but mm. they haven't really done anything in the west so hopefully we'll see something there soon but they keep doing things like this like putting them like the Wii U was crazy crap did nothing really all that different didn't sell very well and it feels like they're still going down this same path of let's make a, a yeah. party device. Let's yeah. not worry about boosting anything. Let's just make it I think, um I think a party device could work if it really incorporated stuff like what you can get on a Google Chromecast where you've got apps and, and sort of almost indie games and mm. stuff like Cards Against Humanity you can play on Chromecast. Because that to me is like... You know, I go to my friend's house all the time and they have a Chromecast and we play games on the Chromecast, mm. yeah. which are sort of centered towards adults. So I think it's like you can incorporate that stuff plus like an unlimited library of uh, like a music streaming or a video mm. streaming or a TV streaming plus all of the Nintendo games and it be so portable that it's literally just like 
Click, they, clack, they take should, home. They should literally partner up with these pocket PC manufacturers where it's USB into your telly, it runs full Windows 10, there's HDMI ports, there's USB ports, so you can yeah. you know operate that computer wherever you go and then almost have, say, this NX Cradle where you can maybe pop out there, you know, pocket PC equivalent, stick it into a telly, but when you're mobile, just stick it back into this handheld device and keep on trucking. Yeah, so this, there you go. This is, like, that's an awesome thing to put up, though, the, the, the whole Chromecast thing, because that's the environment that they're in now. That's the, that's the competition. And so you've got handheld gaming moved entirely, almost entirely across to mobile. Mm. So that's, you know, a revenue stream that's not really happening for them anymore. You've got Microsoft and Sony absolutely dominating home, home consoles. PC Master Race is just, is what it is. So... Where do they sit in this whole they, whole they keep just range of comp- find, competition? Like, Where do they sit? Create their own ecosystem. They go, no, these guys are doing console gaming. These it guys just are doing mobile. Work. They just go, we're our own entity. Yeah, I know, but it just it doesn't seem like it works. Like there's always, and you know, there's like diehard Nintendo fans out there. I'll buy every bloody Pokemon game that comes out, you mm. know, on a DS or whatever. But like, I'm not a Nintendo guy. I'm not gonna no. get the next Mario. I don't care yeah, about do Mario Zelda, Zelda all that much. Yeah. People do, and people go nuts yeah, for it, yeah, but it's yeah. not a lot of people. No. And it doesn't, I don't, I have no facts or figures for this, but I just can't help but get the feeling that they don't really hit the younger demographic I the same so. way that they did when they, you know, I think, 20 um, years ago. Let's let's see this NX come out, and I think, you know, and us we'll being us, then. one of us will, will pick it up. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you, Brendan. <laughs> no, no, I'll pick it up. If, if it's at a good price point, you know, that could be there in too. Like, obviously, with the new... Uh, Neo, really? the new Scorpio. I'm, I'm assuming when they come out, they're going to be obviously anywhere from 600 bucks to a thousand bucks, maybe, give or take. Yeah, being so, in Australia is probably. But, uh, but like a 2DS at the moment is 150 bucks. Mm. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of uh, uh, like objectively good titles mm. on DS. But you know, I'm thinking 2DS if, is such a such a horror. I think I don't think it was mm. that great at all. If they no, come in at sub 300 bucks for the console. You reckon it would? I th- like that's in my way, especially when they're talking about this almost transformer bloody, um, right. you know, I'll, modular click in, click out nonsense. You can't put a premium price point on this. So let me, yeah, but I can tell you that at the moment, a 3DS costs 220 bucks. 3DS XL costs 220 bucks. Doesn't come with the charger. So that's another 20 bucks you have to spend to get the charger mm. separately, right? So it's 240 bucks that they're Are you selling. Sure? Absolutely certain because I bought one last week and blew up about it in bloody JB Hi-Fi, not at the guys there, but just about how crazy it was that they sell a console without Fresh the Fresh out the box, it comes without a charger. Without a charger. So how are without you supposed to charge it? Exactly. That, Buy the charger separately. That is straight bullshit. It is straight bullshit. Because I bought this mine is, this second-handed is the mentality. a charger. Yeah, no, it, they used to come with chargers. Oh, They've recently stopped selling them with chargers. This is the This is the bullshit that Nintendo pulls. And it's like, if they're selling... A console, how long's the DS been out for? Let's say the 3DS. The 3DS has been out for at least three, three years, years. Three, four years. Right? Yeah. So if they're selling a 3DS three years later without a charger, com- combined it's 240 bucks. Then you need to buy a game to play, 60 bucks. Mm. $300 right there. There's no way this bloody well, NX is Wii coming use, out for anything I think you can buy a Wii U bundles now for 250 brand new. Really? Yeah. So that's what I mean. But is that... Is that no one wants I, the Wii I, I don't either. think I think that that's like almost selling at cost just to make a sale. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the thing. Majority of these consoles out there, even on the Xbox or the Sony route, all their money's made in, in software and peripherals. 
Yeah. A lot of the times they're selling these consoles at cost or slightly below because they know they're going to get that hook to get. What do you think of the Amiibo? Five, that's things? fair. That's fair. Because the Amiibos. I th- I thought that they were onto something with the Amiibos because when I first played Skylanders, I honestly thought that, that would be the future. Mm. I thought that would be the biggest, and and it was massive. Like it's a huge deal where you buy the toy and put the toy in the thing and then the toys became rare and then it was like... I think it's great. You know, and that's... And I was really surprised to see the Amiibo thing come through because I was like, yeah, cool. They they mm. went with that idea. So I was... But now you don't really see much of it. I, I think it's something they should market more, especially now that obviously Disney Infinity has stopped manufacturing. I think that yeah. on Disney's side is insanely stupid that they pulled out of that because they could have done a mad star wars one the, the amount of franchises that they've got access to well yeah as you said they could have done star wars they could have done you know yeah, have marvel been. and all this crazy chaos they've done a little bit but that could just be you know clipping the ticket every year when one of these new movies comes out they go you know what let's roll out all the lead characters disney infinity line you know avengers blah 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 star wars blah 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 and it's just Money, 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 but they've pulled no, out. No, I think it'd be more money out of their pocket in licenses. Mm. But they own all that Over stuff time. already. Like Disney own LucasArts. So yeah. all that licensing is in there already. They've got I know the majority owners of Marvel. Do you feel different about majority Star Wars now really? that they're Disney owned? No. No. Uh, I, especially after watching uh, The Force Awakens. I know that it's it's never gonna be as amazing as the original trilogy. Yes, I it just, will. I, no, I just feel People, like the nostalgia is a bullshit thing. There's like the first three films aren't like groundbreaking cinema. They were just awesome at the time because nothing like that had been done before in America. I think everyone and in everyone the world like will blows up. You. What are you talking about? They're not. You just said that Star Wars films. is not groundbreaking cinema. Come on. No, no. I said that you know they're not amazing films. I, it's just that they're huge because there's nothing like them at the time. They are groundbreaking. Like, yeah, they are. They are special. In a very big way, Luke, Lucas and Co. Like, was an I, I ambitious undertaking, and it went boom because no one else did it. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's untouchable. not untouchable. It's nothing, I mean, Force Awakens, like, great. It's the same as A New Hope, but mm. it's great. I, I just think the fact that they want to start bringing out all these movies every other year with all these pseudo tines, like you know how they're doing the Han Solo prequel movie. I was reading an article yesterday <laughs> yeah. where they're like, you know what, we're going to make the Han Solo prequel a trilogy, shit like this. So it's like, come on. <laughs> Stop watering it down for the sake. Obviously, it's going to generate billions or millions. Too much. Yeah, but don't you know stretch every penny. And that's media. That's what the world. This is what we do. It's what people do. But you know, they're they're just going to take this thing out to slaughter and just you know sell off every piece of it they can. I think their response would be as well. You guys keep downloading everything, so we have to stretch it. Otherwise, no one's going to make any money. Mm. So it's like, ugh, mm. where do you where do you sit? Where do you stand? Where do, you, where do you sit? Where do you stand? I, where do you sit? Where do you stand? I'm sort of... There's nowhere to be. It's if, like a if, Sydney train. If I kneel, is that sort of halfway between? Mate, don't be kneeling around me. Hey, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm still... I've still got, you know, positive feelings towards Disney and how they're going to treat Star Wars as a whole, but just they need to stop trying to go, let's, let's instead of make one movie, let's cut it into three, water it down. Makes money, bro. I know, but yep. just... And that's all that matters. me. And... And, and I'll still go watch them all. I'm a hypocrite in that exactly, regard. Exactly, that's why. But so instead I'll of, be watching them disgruntled. Instead of, and this is this is the problem. Instead of going with your gut feeling about hating something and being against it, you're like, no, I'll still watch it. I'll still throw them the money that they want. That's like Pacific Rim you know too. I mean? I'll be there. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam's completely you, stepped no, out of there like, now. You genuinely Yuck. like Pacific yeah, Rim too. I'll, I'll, like you, I'll back you Pacific Rim, yeah. yeah. Like you have no issues with it. Mm. You obviously have an issue with the Star Wars thing. 
And instead of like voting with your wallet, you're like, no, we'll watch it anyway. Fuck it. And that's why they do it. Mm. They got yuppies and saps going in, throwing their money at them. Hear that, Brendan? You're a yuppie and a sap. That's all right. Yeah, yuppies and saps can be two different people. Brendan just happens to be both. What are you? Me, I'm a yuppie. I'm totally. You're a hater. I'm a a yuppie. Yeah, I'm a an angry yuppie. An angry yuppie. <laughs> that's uh, that's the new name of our podcast, the okay. angry, the yuppies. angry yuppies, the angry yuppies. <laughs> you guys, Darksiders fans, yeah, freaking love Darksiders. I thought you'd like this. So Darksiders, that's a terrible name. Dark, not Darksiders, but what they've called this new um, reboot or remaster they're doing. So Darksiders War Mastered, yep, War Mastered comes out October twenty fifth. Sounds on- like warm ass turd. It does actually. <laughs> Gosh. So Darksiders War Mastered. Darksiders War Mastered comes out October twenty fifth on PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC. It's gonna run full ten eighty P and sixty frames a second. So they're gonna take that original that was on the three sixty, yep. the PS3 and whatnot, mm-hmm. and juice it up. Good fun game. Yeah, but I'm just like good hack and slash. Like, do we need that? I, I don't care about remastered stuff ever. I never finished the first one. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I remember the finishing falls the first. A bit. Yeah, I was a bit like because they definitely leave it open for the second mm. one, and yeah. then the second one. I didn't play number two. Well, obviously, I think a bit more of the they same. They were looking to make this thing a quadrology originally. Obviously, yeah. the four horsemen should have been end goal. Quadrilogy, quadrology, whatever. Be careful! Yuppie. Someone on Twitter is going to hit you up for that. I'm no. ready. You'll get at a letter. Brendan Eight Bit. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> um. So yeah, they were because it's the four horsemen of the apocalypse is the central. Story. Mm. Um, the first one's great. I love the first one. I mm. first one's my favorite. I just, yeah, I agree with you though, Reese. I'm not like too tempted to jump into it again. What did you like about it? I didn't know what the game was going to be. I got it as a birthday present mm. from uh, from my brother in law, and uh, I just I just enjoyed playing it. It's um, the combat system was great. It yeah, is. It's I very actually, Zelda. Yeah. It's yeah. very Zelda. You get your new tools that help you overcome the puzzle that you're about to do and then you kill the boss. That's the part I love, the puzzles. I love the puzzles the best. The puzzles are often are the things that shit me the most. I like the Not boss battles. Not because they're hard, just because I, I know what I need to do and it's just going to take 10 minutes and I've, I'm over it already. Yeah. The boss it's battles 10 cool. steps ahead. That's it, bro. Mm. Chess. <laughs> Chess. And, and like, where, what city? It was Obviously, it was set in America somewhere. Was it? Yeah, because yeah, you know you run around like post-apocalyptic. Let's say San Francisco, for instance. Yeah. So you know you run I don't across think car wreckages. I think it's like a nondescript. Yeah. You know, area. Let's just say Americana. <laughs> okay. San Angeles. San Angeles. But yeah, so October twenty fifth. I'm I'm assuming it's probably going to come out at maybe fifty, sixty bucks. They they can't pump this out at you know the full RRP ninety nine. I won't usual. be picking it up because I've already played those games. I don't need to mm. play them. And it's it's been like years, five like five years. Yeah. You know, I could. If it was 20 years, then I'd be like, yeah, I'd play that. But like, you know, five mm. years, no way. So Dark Side is Give me the next installment. Sammy, next one, which you are all over, all about. I'm having some technical difficulty here, but I, uh, I can tell you now that I've looked it up on my phone. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I made an executive decision, right? I didn't, didn't talk to either of you. I, I just l- decided. I like this though. I just I decided that we are now officially going to keep track of how many days it is until Final Fantasy 15 comes down. Okay. Because it is very soon. It is 60, just over 60 days away, depending on what we're recording this. I'm Mm. guessing it's going to be two days until you hear this. Um, 30th of September is the release date. They are doing a ton of shit between, well, from months ago till the release date to really 
promote Final mm. Fantasy 15 and it all looks awesome. Anime, films. Go look at Brotherhood. It's um, at the moment, I think there's three episodes on YouTube. They're free to watch. It's like 12 minutes. Um, just kind of telling the backstory of each of the characters and how they know Prince Noctis, who's the protagonist. They've got Kingsglaive coming out. Did you guys see the international trailer from uh, Comic-Con? I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. The other trailers like didn't really hit the mark for no. me. I was always, you know, because I'm a, a, a yuppie and a sap, I was always going to throw money at this, Brendan, and watch the, f- the film. Mate, you're just throwing but, money um, at All aboard the, the, the yuppie sap express. That's it. But the international film looks like trailer. Sorry, the international trailer makes the film look amazing. Mm. It looks like an, a solid film to watch. And uh, I'm uh, on a bit of an Aaron Paul high at the moment as well because I just watched season three of BoJack. So watch that, by the way. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched yeah. BoJack. I'm only halfway through the third season though. It is a dark I haven't, show. I haven't crammed it. Oh, yeah. It is so dark. Yeah. And it just keeps like going further and further. Yeah. It is astounding. Aaron I love Paul, it. Alison Brie. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. That's all you need right there. No, hold That's on. the holy it's, trinity. It's Will Arnett. No, mate. I know, I know it's no, it's Will Arnett. I'll concede. How do you say forum? Uh, forum. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I said the right way. <laughs> do you think he said forum? I don't know. There was just some some, I, some Twitter beef going uh, around this week where some other other neighbouring podcast didn't like the way that Sam pronounced. I got the word a new forum. hashtag. Oh, God. I got a new hashtag. What's your new hash? I'd say right at the end of the just show. Just so on okay. edge, waiting for us to make a mistake. Um, so yeah, look. Anyway, Final Fantasy Fifteen is going to be an amazing game. Mm. It really is. Uh, like as long as it's taken to bloody come out, they've done a bloody good job with it. From everything we've seen, mm. from all of the shows that they've just displayed stuff. So yep. Final Fantasy 15 I'll watch. Tell, you, tell you one thing though 60 something days to on go the, on the FFX V watch I am firmly putting the VR title that they've got in the bin though that's that VR title I don't crap. give a rat's ass that's just a tie in that. yeah it's just a tie in Prompto and, mm. the, and the guns doesn't that's look that great. cat grab yeah it's that yuppie sap grab <laughs> make sure you got your wallet open there <laughs> um, yeah cool 60 something days to go yeah so um, this weekend or as of as of recording this yep the Elder Scrolls Legends beta is open, PC only. Sam, you were lucky enough to get your hands on an early access key. I did. I got it yesterday. I haven't had an opportunity to play it just yet, but mm. I will be doing that pretty much for the remainder of the weekend. I'm keen to see try, try how it sort of stacks up. Is there up. an embargo? On, oh, no, there's not because I've seen there's no people NDA. streaming. There's so no NDA or anything. Try, is, try is and record an a bit of gameplay. Is it just an MMO? No, what it's is card it? based. It's, it's, oh, you know, it's a card game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's like... Um, it was not announced at E3. It was announced at E3 it last was annou- year. Yeah, last well, it was year. highlighted at E3 this year. And, and then they said open beta start, oh, open beta registration start today. Yeah, so that's, and that's when I registered. And then, yeah, I got hit up yesterday. So they think that this game, more than whatever uh, Fable are doing, uh, yeah, and yeah. probably and Gwent. more than Gwent, will challenge Hearthstone for the TCG online market share. Okay. So they think this game could be the kind of the one mm. that really splits it. We'll one. see. Okay. I'm I'm spewing. I I I don't think I registered, so it's my own dumb fault. So I need to try and see if I can get my hands on a on a beta key from somewhere. I'm gonna do some digging after this episode. It'll be interesting. Even if this game's amazing, I don't know if I if I can put money into it now. Yeah. Because you're so committed and I'm yeah I'm pot committed know, to Hearthstone into into the Blizzard. I'm five sixty into Hearthstone at the moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's probably just yesterday. That was <laughs> that's the running that's the running amount five hundred and sixty <laughs> bucks. Oh, um, 
which is really depressing to think about. Mm. So like, I can't afford to like continue Hearthstone and then throw money at this game. Yeah. Oh, what do I do, guys? I need to earn more. You could throw you some money. You need to employ the laws of Kerbo style. Employ the laws of Kerbo style. Brad, it's, for Hearthstone, it's officially Brad style. Brad has done nothing but grind. Did he tell yeah, you that? He, he said he, I think he's dropped maybe two bucks in or something. Yeah, something get, ridiculous. Just to get one card. Respect. Because it's the only way you can get it. Yeah. But everything else, he's got like a whole collection and it's all just out of yeah. grinding gold. Like three wins is ridiculous. 10 gold. Ridiculous. Yeah. We, wow. we did some maths on the, the games he's played. It was in the thousands as far as his wins go, let alone his losses. So it was... I don't really know how you can keep enjoying a game when it's like it's that. Because it, to me, it's that seems like almost addiction gambling. So it's like, no, not really. It's more like, um, oh God, you guys are going to hate me for saying it. But it's a little bit like chess, right? So you oh, can play, let's roll out I'm the not, jokes. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not actually saying that in a, as a joke. It's like you can play chess there are people who play chess their whole lives and they play competitively against other people it's always interesting and the game the game is always different and even though there are different strategies that you can employ um you're constantly deciding what the game is as you're playing it and that's kind of the same as her it's the same as any trading card game it's like there's always an element of um decision making that dictates how the game's played and i think that's what keeps it going I like mm. that. That and the new releases that they mm. keep. That's a out. good. It's uh, yeah. a good explanation. Thank you. Yeah. See how the use of chess. Sometimes, sometimes it's valid. Yeah. Can be like a fantastic metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> on the topic of board games or games where they are played on a board, um, what are they called? Fantasy flight games this week have come out and confirmed they are releasing Doom, the board game. Hey. So I'll come, give. I will give this a crack. Coming out. In the AU summer of this year. I'll play this because this, I think, looks a little bit like uh, Space Hulk meets D&D. Yeah, so they've come out and, and said it mixes, you know, doses of that, that Bethesda gameplay with, with sprinkles of Dungeons and Dragons. And um, anyone familiar with Star Wars Imperial Assault or Descent should feel right at home playing Imperial this Assault is a very difficult game to play. Mm. So I, I imagine that this Doom game is probably not for typical Friday night let's have some beers and get stuck mm. into this would be like a Saturday afternoon into the evening mm. you know long there's, there's play. some co-op elements in there too so which is pretty cool so check out fantasyflightgames.com for more details but at this stage for us Australia New Zealand and our southern hemisphere based crews it's out our summer this year everyone up in the northern out your winter so it's going to be dropping right around Christmas time probably just before hint hint nice yeah fantasyflightgames.com Something else that I found interesting that I only just stumbled upon this morning, funnily enough, is EA and DICE, obviously the guys behind um, Battlefield and a few other games, have come out and confirmed that they're going to merge all the multiplayer elements, or not elements, but all the Mm -hmm. multiplayer hubs together for Battlefield 1 when it comes out later this year, Battlefield Hardline and Battlefield 4. So it doesn't mean that you can play a mixture of um, current warfare mixed with World War One based elements. It just means, say us three, we all own, say, two or three of those games. And yep. we're, in, we're in a party with another five or six dudes that also own those games. 
we could be playing some Battlefield 4 and go, you know what, guys, let's jump on Battlefield 1. So we can stay in that group and literally just um, in, in this multiplayer menu, then select Battlefield 1, jump straight into a lobby. We're already in our party still, so there's no disconnect. There's no trying to track everyone in, pull them all back in, get the party going again. So it's I just, think that's fantastic in great theory. idea. I don't know if it's going to translate well to execution. I see. I foresee a lot of problems with that. Just, I don't know, some someone... Someone not, pro- well, probably me, really, <laughs> always me. Something wrong with my internet. <laughs> it sounds like a waste of money. It sounds like an On ab- their part? On their part. It sounds like an absolute waste of money. Oh, yeah. Who, who's ever in their life played a game like Battlefield or COD? And we're like, boys, you know what? It'd be great. Boys and girls, let's, play an, uh, let's go and play the other one. And then like everyone's like, no, it takes too long to take the game out. Blah, blah, blah. Let's not. Like, it's stupid. It's such a waste of money. And you're right, Reese. I think it's going to open it up to so many like, I don't know connection issues. I don't know if it's that bad. I, I, I think it's a great idea. And I think well done for them for being forward thinking about it. Just me being jaded, I guess. I'm sort of a little <laughs> bit worried about uh, just connect- connectivity issues. Yeah, like like if it's well executed, patch it's, got, it's got some merit. That. But like it's, how, it's, how it's not- hard is it to like to, to disband and, and uh, disband, sorry, disband yeah. or abandon? Um, and then set up another party. It's really not hard. I think it. Microsoft and Sony make that so easy. If you're if you're talking about uh, discs, you know, I reckon you're probably talking about what, ten or fifteen minutes to, no to go from one way. game to another. Not even close. And like the majority, I would say, probably don't have discs anymore. A lot of people just go for download. So even if you look at discs, which is the worst case scenario, it's not fifteen minutes. It'd be five minutes. But the biggest problem is is that usually someone in that party doesn't have all the updates, which is usually me. But that's the same mm. issue. That's not this thing doesn't resolve that issue. It's not saying that it will. You would still need to get the updates. I, I think the main main positive or, or the logic I can see and it ties into, say, because you can have obviously big teams. You can have you know thirty on thirty or whatever it is in, in battlefield games. So say, you know, we're friends. We're in a party of twenty, and and we're friends with say half of them. But then if we abandon that party, the other half we have to say, hey Sam, you you knew. Quickscope's only 1080p. You send him an invite. Reese, you, you find old, you know, Campbell McGee there. That makes sense. So that's that's the part I think. It's just going to streamline that process instead of saying, Sam, okay. you know those three guys, find them, invite them. You know those two, Reese, find them. Johnny Smith over there, you know those other five, find them. So it's going to just allow to keep that sort of um, blanket over the group. That's, that that's, makes more sense. That's the best me. part of it I can see. As you said, there's... There's a lot more reliance. Like they, they do have active communities like Battlefield 4 and Heart, not so much Hardline, but Battlefield 4 still gets a lot of run. So there is, you know, trying to get a bit of push-pull mechanic there where they go, you know, you're, you're playing one, you had a good time on that, but we know you all love 4. Now hopefully you can gravitate back towards that just in a seamless seamless sort of fashion. Uh, he, I think the I, money I agree. That, I agree. Like I agree with the point about because they have mm. that many bloody people. So for a yeah. party of two or three, it's not the same as yeah. for a twenty. I, okay. Yeah, that's that's the only smarter. I go. You know what? EA dice. That's a good idea. But as you said, both of you guys, um, the the rest of it where the the R and D cost to go into probably getting all this working the way they want to. You know, the the man hours and the resources they need to pull off respective projects for a minor little setting. You know, yeah. I, I don't have. Yeah, if it was us three, I don't have an issue with saying, oh, let's play another game. Let's eject that game, put a new one in, pull us all in together. I don't have an issue. But yeah, if we were in a, in a big team, only only logic I have behind it is that. But it's also like to your argument, you're already targeting your own market. Mm. You're not targeting a new market. No, it's just cannibalization. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Maybe so I was kind of drifting away from my point about wasted money, but I've come right back around to absolute waste of money. They're already playing the game. They're already going to play it. Mm. And if they can't play four because it's going to take 10 minutes, they'll just stay playing hardline. It's just ease of access is, is their yeah. methodology behind it. But how much ease is there? Mm. I say well done, EA and DICE. Good on you for putting in that uh, little feature. Certainly rolling the dice on this one, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Send me a Battlefield 1 code. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm still keen to play that, though. It looks like... Yeah, it looks more, cool. It's, it's easy to hype a game up via trailers and whatnot, but... Nah, it I'm looks, done it looks the with goods. all Battlefield games except the Bad Company series. Bad Company is so good, but the original Battlefield games, I couldn't give a toss. No, nah, this new one, I think. And I just love that... This is one of the first years where the FPS games, you know, the Battlefield series and the COD series are going in the most completely opposite directions you've ever seen. Obviously, one's going way back to World War One, The other one's going into space. Yeah. Still looks good. Cool. Looks space great. COD looks amazing. Space COD. So, that's about it for the news headlines this week. Some interesting food for thought there. Got some new releases coming out this week. Quite a few, actually. We'll, I'll skim through. I'll rattle off some of the description. We'll tie it back in, as I said, um, what we kicked off last week. We'll run through some descriptions of these games, and then you throw your hypothetical, you know, invisible dollars on what game you would buy this week. Trust me, they are not hypothetically invisible. They are actually invisible. <laughs> <laughs> no dong in your pocket? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Okay, so the first one this week, uh, August the 2nd, Abzu. So from, from art, the art director of Journey, Abzu is a beautiful underwater adventure that evokes the dream already. of diving. Immerse yourself in a vibrant hidden world bursting with color and life as you descend into the heart of the ocean. But beware, as you swim deeper, as dangers lurk in the depths. Mm. So Abzu, PS4 and PC. Uh, Battleship, don't really need to read the brief on that because it is just a game based off Battleship, the board game. Comes oh. out on o- Xbox One and PS4 on August the 2nd. Cannon you Brawl. My Battleship. Cannon Brawl, PS4, August the 2nd. Pilot an airship, command powerful weapon emplacements like cannons, giant flamethrowers, and high-powered lasers. Destroy the very earth from under your enemy's feet. Cannon Brawl is an exciting mix of RTS and artillery gameplay. It's a whole new genre in strategy games. Uh. Ambitious last line there. Hmm. Uh. Next one, Don't Starve, Shipwrecked, PS4, August the 2nd. So this is just an expansion for Don't Starve. Correct, correct. And they're shipwrecked, right? So one would assume that they're on an island. Mm -hmm. Have I about summarized it? Pretty much, but I'll, I'll expand on that. In Don't Starve, Shipwrecked, Wilson finds himself stranded in a tropical archipelago. He must learn to survive all over again in this new environment filled with new blooms, seasons, and creatures. Biomes. Biomes. Yeah, I'm trying to read through mesh as I go here. Don't let the tropical breeze lull you into a false sense of security. The world might be different, but it is still equal parts unforgiving and uncompromising. You will quickly find these islands are full to the brim with things that want to kill you. So that's Don't Starve Shipwrecked. This next one, I think, I've already read this, obviously. So this next one, I'm probably going to throw my fantasy dollars on. Galgun, Double Piece, PS4 and Vita, August the 2nd. Tenzu, the protagonist, is a student who is accidentally shot with several Cupid arrows by an apprentice angel this named is the Pataco. One you, this is the one you're going to put your name behind. This sounds sick. It is. So finish it, and then let's really unpack this, race. Let's really unpack this. Go. Okay, so you, you get several Cupid arrows by an apprentice angel, angel named Pataco. The blessing from the arrows makes Tenzu irresistible to the opposite sex, transforming him into the most popular boy in school for one day. 
The catch is if Tenzu is unable to find his true love before the effects of the Cupid arrow wear off, he'll be destined for a life of loneliness. Right. That's that's cool. I like that. So you've got Abzu in this list. You've got Mobius Final Fantasy somewhere to come. Uh, you've got Don't Starve, and that game is the one that you want to put your money behind. I can see why. That's a cool. That's a cool story. It's, is it? Is it? It's it's shit ass. Or is it to use one of your your favorite um, adjectives? Is it neckbeardy? Well, Mister Positive, tell me tell me what you think <laughs> is uh, is so horrible about this game. It's just kind of like oh, it's, uh, it's what's woeful. the what's the what's the term? There is a term for it, um, and it's like very it's very anime where it's like the boy the the perfect boy and then all the women fall in love with him i think it's called uh there's a word for something i i know it's an it's an ennerism is it what (laughs) i know our boy josh ennor would be all over this ennerism you'll be able to tell you exactly where you went joshy i know you'll probably pick this guy up so when you do get it and play it let me know he's knee deep in writing them letters let me know, because I'm super keen on, on... Well, not super keen, but I'm interested at least. So the next one. Galgun Double Piece is yeah. what it's called. And it's on the Vita. On the Vita and PS4. Yeah. So Live Lock comes out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on August the 2nd. Live Lock is a cooperative top-down shooter where you play solo or up, with t- or up, or up, with up to two allies. Great phrasing there. To break the cycle of infinite war between machines at one of the remaining capital intellects, your role is to unlock Eden and revive humanity. Nah. Yeah, that didn't really didn't really hit much. Risk Urban Assault comes out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4 and PS3 on August the 2nd. Risk is not a fun game. Nah. So we won't even talk about that one. I love Risk. Nah. Really? You're it, on your own. I've it got, takes a long time. I've got Metal Gear Solid Risk. We played it game. once. I've played it once we, more since then. We Oh, no. Yeah. How many hours? We gave up. Seven. Yeah, it takes forever. Yeah, you got you got to set aside a year of your life. It feels like to play one game of Risk, or a day, or a day, or a day. It feels like a year. So Tricky Towers on PS4 out on August the second. Tower defense. With your brilliant robe and magic powers, it's time to build some Tricky Towers. Tricky Towers is a multiplayer physics-based tower building game. In a game of tricky towers, you stack your bricks to create a stable tower and try to topple to trop, topple those of your opponents. To spice it up, you can cast magic to support your structure and fend off the dark spells of your rivals in this frantic physics party game. Tricky Towers offers local and online multiplayer with up to four players in race, survival, and puzzle modes. It also features 50 single-player trials for players to test their skills or practice for online play. Tricky Towers. Tower defense game number six thousand four hundred and twelve. <laughs> it's not a tower defense game at all. Build, it's it's build literally. Towers. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't sound like it's a tower defense game. It says it's more of a physics game. So it's about structuring your tower, and then you're kind of competing with friends who are trying to do the same. So it's not like building like ten towers and they're shooting things mm. running by. It Ma- like- makes me think of there was a game we used to play on the mobile. It was like a you had to build bridges across uh, ravines to get trains over them. Oh, you there's still that, that, that game's still around. Oh. People still play it. You had to build, you have to build a bridge across a, you know, across two op- opposite I cliffs. I this. Yeah. What is it's this actually, game? It's actually a really, really fun game. I can't it remember what it's like called. It. It's not bad. And it's funny because, oh, it's not funny. But if obviously you don't build the bridge accordingly sturdy enough, you know, the train falls to its death and you hear the screams of the people, of everyone dying. Like it's, <clears throat> but it it's, plays on those, those phys- physics concepts. I can see why I that can't remember be. what the hell the game was called. I can see why that wouldn't be funny. It's a good snap game. It's a good snap okay. game. So the next one, Sammy Boy, Mobius, Final Fantasy. Yep. August the 3rd. 
Tell us about it. I couldn't tell you much about it. Um, I did see screenshots in a, in a trailer early in the week, but I find with the Final Fantasy mobile games, they're very shallow. So one dropped recently, actually, and I've got it. I haven't had much of an opportunity to play it, but it's called uh, Final Fantasy XBS. Okay. Um, which is sort of closer to the original series in how you mm. play. Um, in the, Like, it's not really menus, and this is going to sound like Pokemon Go in a moment, but you're just basically tapping when the things are ready to attack. Okay. Yeah. You I'll, can see why I haven't played it I'll all that much. I'll let you have that, yeah. You can see why I haven't played it all that much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next one, Overcooked, comes out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on August the 3rd. Overcooked is a chaotic couch co-op cooking game for one to four players. Working as a team, you and your fellow chefs must prepare, cook, and serve up a variety of tasty orders before the baying... The baying? I'm guessing that's meant to say paying customers storm out in a huff. Overcooked. Could say bang. Could say bang. These were just copied. Most of these I just grabbed straight off the Steam store, so there could be some typos. Really? Here. Yeah. Wow. Road to Balhalla on PC on August the 5th. Prepare your balls for an epic journey to Balhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop it right there. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the winner. description. That's the description. That's the right. winner. Prepare your balls for a visit to Balhalla. Nah, for an epic journey well, to Balhalla. Do you reckon it's ball holler? <laughs> that's baller holler. Yeah, ball we'll say Halla. that. Okay. Ball Halla. I'll start it again. Prepare your balls for an epic journey to Ball Halla. Feel the rhythm to overcome deadly hazards and marble. And marvel, I'm assuming. Marvel. It says marvel. <laughs> and marvel at awful puns in the role-playing game of the year. It's about balls. And here's the, here's the end line. May the talk be with you. Talk. So that's Road to Balhalla. August it doesn't 5th. make sense at all. It really doesn't. No. Nah. So 88 Heroes drops on Xbox One, PS4, PC, Mac, and Linux on August the 8th. 88 Heroes is a character 2D platformer where each level completed or untimely death brings a new hero into the action. With just 88 minutes to complete all 88 rooms, you'll need every one of the 88 heroes to stop Dr. H... Dr. Hate? H8, Dr. Hate, destroying the Earth. It sounds intense. 88 levels, 88 minutes, you've got 88 characters. They say eight's a lucky number. Mm. Yeah... I don't know. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could and, l- be. and the last one. Bear With Me. That's B-E-A-R. Bear With Me on PC August the 8th. Bear With Me is an episodic noir adventure game. Amber is trying to find her missing brother while being aided by her trusty Teddy, Ted E. Bear. I think David Strassman is probably going to put some kind of cease and desist lawsuit in here. Just David, quietly. If David Strassman resurfaces, I think <laughs> everyone will just throw things at him until he disappears again. All right, so that is the new releases for this week. What would you throw your fantasy dollars at this week? Let's start with you, Reese. Uh, I wouldn't mind checking out that first one you said. Abzu? Abzu, yeah, because as soon as you said the makers of Journey, I was like, wow, it's going to be great. It yeah. sounds a little bit like Echo the Dolphin. If you, did you ever play oh, that? Oh, wow. Come <laughs> way back. Did you ever play that? I have played that. They, I think I played that on a Dreamcast. Uh, yeah, Dreamcast 64. It was apparently designed... Um, to pretty much not ever be finished. It was such a difficult game. Like, you you could never finish that game. Yeah, I, I literally put maybe two hours into it. Because so. it was like, they designed it, like, because you, you had to keep coming up for for air, but the, you couldn't physically, like, the physics of the game wouldn't allow you to finish the level. If mm. It wasn't really a level, but mm. uh, such a... I'd like to just throw it out to anyone out there. If they've ever finished Echo the Dolphin, can you let us know if you did? At We Are 8-Bit. Why? Echo Watch. I want to talk to them. Echo I want to have Watch. them on the show. 
Wow. So, someone who finished Echo the Dolphin and someone who finished Superman 64. Oh, I've gosh. never played Echo the Dolphin. I don't know it. That's an experience. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, what about you, Sam? What would you throw your dollars at? Oh, this obviously week? Gal Gun Double Piece. <laughs> obviously, that's where my money has to go. I reckon you're on the Abzu train as well. Yeah, no, I played Journey once. Um, loved it. It's a gorgeous game. It's the art director, though. So it's only the art director. It's not everyone else coming across. Um, yeah, Abzu, um, maybe Mobius, Final Fantasy. Uh, Tricky Towers sounded really cool. Mm. But uh, it sounds like I need a couple of people to play with. If only I had two people that enjoyed video games as much as I did in my oh. life. Well, mate, if I you meet them, meet any. let us know. Like, yeah. Maybe we mm. could talk to them about... Get them on the show, even. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. We've got to get some more You seats. know who's going to bloody play this with me? Miss Ali Hardy is going to play this game with oh, me. Thank, oh. Thanks for inviting me. I, I talked about sorry, physics I was, games. I love I, them. Oh, I own really, a PS4. I really think, Ali, do you? you can't yeah, speak do. for her. Do you own a PlayStation 4? Yeah. No. Find me at Brendan 8-Bit. You sure? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ali would not play that with you. We'll leave that up to Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly, uh, Tricky Towers or Abzu, definitely. Um, I, but obviously, Gun... Galgun double piece as well. Yeah. Abzu sounds great, but I'd throw some fantasy dollars at Galgun and I'd also look at 88 Heroes. That whole... So you could do it in one session, 88 minutes. So, you know, under an hour and a half, you play the game from front to back, yeah. potentially, unless all your heroes die. 88 levels, 88 minutes, you've got 88 characters. I like, I like that dynamic. Yeah. But th- then it's done after an hour and a half. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of games I'll Does play... Does it cost $88? I sure as hell hope not. 88 cents though I'll be dropping that right now That'd be $8.88 right. $8.88 88 cents Let's go with that Okay So they are the games this week The events this week um, Not a huge amount going on Suicide Squad hits the cinemas this Thursday uh, What do you think of that? What I, do you think of what you've seen? And like the Are you just going to throw your money at it Brendan? You yuppie sap prick I, I am going to throw my money at it the only thing that, you know, grinds my gears with this is reading the stories that floated around the internet where they've reshot some sections to make it funnier due to the success that Deadpool had being a little bit more yeah. comedic. That part pisses me off. That would piss me off as well. Obviously, some of these characters can sort of dance that line of, you know, character, like that caricature sort of comedic style you know and, and they are a bit unhinged so you can play on that and, and put some humorous based elements but I, I don't want to be trying to force myself to laugh every 10 minutes they need to have a little bit of this grounded in reality to a degree a little bit of darkness because at the end of the day these guys are just a team of bad guys that do some bad shit and kill some people so you I can't think, make it a yeah. laughing stock see I, I'm I'm not really into this movie this Suicide mm. Squad movie because and I love Batman stuff you know I'm big into it Love the Dark Knight trilogy. Thought it was incredible. All that. Um, Suicide Squad just feels really like... Um, see, part of me is like, I don't like the fact that it's really cartoony and really hammy and, you know, the Joker's makeup and stuff looks really terrible. But the other part of me is like, well, they're basing it on the comic and they're trying to stay true to that style. So I think they've captured it well. But I just don't think it's something that would particularly fit in with my taste in movies and the thing is is that um harley quinn is a character where all of a sudden every girl wants to be harley quinn and you know dress up like harley quinn for halloween Mm. and it's like i don't know i think there's better female 
villain characters out there. So it's it's not so much a comment on the film, it's a comment now on the character of Harley Quinn. Well, if you were listening, I kind of actually sort of spoke to more about how it's not really sort of fitting in with my taste in movies. I just mentioned Harley Quinn. Yeah, 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 no. Oh, no, that last part, just the last part. I'll I'll say one thing. Margot Robbie, in her interpretation of Harley Quinn, from all the trailers and the video I've seen, actually looks pretty freaking awesome. So I'm keen on that. I'm on the fence. I, I like Jared Leto as a, as an actor. Yeah, see, I don't know if he can do the Joker. This whole tatted up Joker thing pisses me off a little bit. And they, they look so bad, like so airbrushed. Mm. Like it just, because uh, people are like, oh my God, the Joker looks awesome. I'm like, mm. are you sure? Like, because <laughs> it looks like a eBay a, costume to me. There was a theory that it wasn't the real Joker, wasn't there? Yeah, they, they were talking about, they've confirmed that it is. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I could happily eat my words, like because I because I know my wife will want to watch this for sure, so I'll probably end up watching it. And if it's good, I will happily eat my words. Mm. I just you know judgmentally, I don't think it's going to be that great yeah. for it, me. It's but. gonna it's it's probably going to sit into that popcorn film type of situation, and that's annoying because the, like the Batman universe, there's so many good, like Killing Joke came out recently, and you saw that, yeah, and it was good, right? After the first 20 or 30 minutes, it was good. They tried to do this whole Batgirl backstory that I just couldn't care about. Yeah. But then when they jumped into the Killing Joke story, it really sort of started to, you know... I've noticed that with shape on Batman animated films recently. There's always just like a really like fatty bit at the start yeah. where they're really oversetting the scene. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so... What, do you, what right. do you reckon about Suicide Squad? I don't have a horse in this race. Uh, DC Comics, Marvel, fuck it. Like <laughs> they're all superhero films. You, I, I don't know anything about them. You really. like the Dark Knight movies and stuff, yeah? Yeah, they. I mean, they're great because they're good films, you know. Mm. But I, I, I haven't. I had no idea what the Dark Knight series was, you know. Mm. Um, what's the name of the uh, the guy who Christopher who, Nolan? No, not Nolan. The guy who drew them. The guy who did the comics, the Dark Knight comics. Oh. Uh-huh. Couldn't tell you. My, my name escapes me. Give me a second. Couldn't tell you. So I think it's the same guy that did Sin City from memory. Sid Myers. Oh, bloody Frank Miller. Yes, Miller. Miller? That's, is it? Where did I get Sid Myers from? Oh, I got that from Civilization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just showed two days ago. Sid Myers. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Like these these movies are just all the same now, aren't they? And like, you know, just talking about the production of this film, trying mm. to re- replicate, you know, yeah. Deadpool success yeah. is very much that's exactly what they're going for. It's yeah. just the same thing. So, nah, that stuff annoys They're fun me. to watch. They're fun to yeah. watch. I, I think but they're always the same. Yeah, I think you know? this will be an enjoyable film. Obviously, it's not going to be a, a world beater as far as when it's done from a cinematic experience or even just maybe the overall acting. It's going to be campy. It's 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 a darker, or maybe not so much darker anymore. It's it's their first foray into that Avengers dynamic where they've got a lot of these big, bold personalities and characters on the screen. They're going to bounce off each other, have some yeah. laughs, a few little ass kick moments. I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to watch it and just try and fill mm. it out a bit. I don't know how much I like Will Smith anymore. Yeah, and, and Deadshot's a bit of a cool character from the stories. And, and yeah, Will Smith's just a bit of a punce these days. It's that Scientology. Got into his brain. At least he didn't try and force his son into the movie in some... Oh, Jesus, that I know of anyway. If Jaden Smith makes an appearance in Suicide Squad, I will demand my money back. I think Jaden Smith has transcended the movie business. Oh, he's, he's a hip-hop star now, isn't he's, he? Some bullshit. Oh, I think he's like just one of those celebrities that just is. Yeah. You know, he's an enigma. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. The Smith family. What else do we have, Bren? 
Uh, so Games with Gold and uh, PlayStation Plus for August has been announced as well. So we'll go what through the PlayStation Plus. Um, on PS4, you've got Tricky Towers. So you could get there this you game go. for free this week, my friend. Boom! So Tricky Towers and Rebel Galaxy on PS4, as well as Ultratron. And Ultratron is also available on PS Vita and PS3. And on the PS3, you've got Yakuza 5, Retrograde on PS3, and Patapon 3 on PS oh, Vita. Patapon is such a sick game. Patapon. Did you ever play that? No, I didn't. Uh, it's kind of like a rhythm game. On... Is it like Parappa the Rapper? Nah. It's not like that. Not as cool as that. It's a plat- 2D side-scroller platformer. And I mentioned that to our friend Kyle. From Retro. Created, uh, Retro Vision. I said, oh, you know, this game reminds me of Patapon. And he was like, oh, yeah, I fully like... Drew on inspiration from Patapon. It's like, mm. yeah, very addictive game. And Yakuza 5, that's an amazing title to yeah. chuck in there as well. Yeah. yeah. So some, some good uh, nuggets there on the PlayStation Plus. And over on the uh, Team Green with uh, Games with Gold. So as, as with every month for them, they sort of do staggered where some are only available from, you know, first mm. to mid and then mid to end. So on Xbox One, you've got Warriors Oroshi 3 Ultimate from August 1 to August 31. Uh, WWE 2K16 from August 16 to September 15. And then over on Xbox 360, but they are, if you've got an Xbox One, these two games are backwards compatible, so you can get them on your new platform if you like. Spelunky from August 1st to August 15, and Beyond Good and Evil HD from August 16 through to August oh, yeah. 31. So That's, That Beyond Good and Evil is a bit like Fable. It's a good game. Real good game. Well worth picking up. It's I'm a bit biased, but... It, but Xbox seems to be month on month the leader as far as their free games offerings go. Yeah. They always seem to sort of um, you know, drop drop some bigger titles in there or have a better better free catalogue overall. So those four games on Xbox, roughly they come in about, you know, hundred and twenty bucks um in in game value. So yeah. straight away you download all four of those games, you've paid for your Xbox Live subscription and you've got forty bucks savings in your pocket. I don't think we're ever going to see something like Grand Theft Auto in there. Probably not. Maybe Grand no. Theft Auto 4, mm. but not maybe. 5. Yeah, maybe 4. Mm. Mm. But yeah, so you guys want a couple of free games to play. Now's the time. You know? Speaking of free games. Yes. Tell us more about your competition. So um, I've had absolutely zero interest so far from the entire world. Um, so if you want to, a free copy of Western Press... Um, check it out on, on YouTube and Steam. Um, I've got three codes to give away. Uh, send me in a tweet or a message or an email uh, or a Facebook post, however you want to get that message to me. Just mm. send it into me or us or Brendan or any of the guys. Um, tell me about the time that you've forgotten something uh, and it was really important because uh, I think it would be funny to read out mm. and laugh at your pain. So send us in. Really selling it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it might not be painful, I don't know. But um, send us in your stories. Um, I've got three, as I said, codes to give away from Steam. Uh, Western Press. Uh, shout out to the guys at Surprise Attack Games for hooking us up with those. Um, yeah, so all of our listeners out there, both of you, mm. send us in those stories. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. It's just, I, I'm just surprised that I had, I had zero interest on it. That's all. Well, he- Get this in your Pope. Uh, your, uh, fuck, I completely <laughs> ruined it. Get this in your Pope and smoke Stick it. Stick this in your pipe and smoke it. The Stellaris competition mm. ends next week. We've had quite a few entries. So anyone that wants a free copy of Stellaris, go to apit.net forward slash the feed. 
find the lolly bag one there based around Stellaris, fill out a short little quick, um, you know, little online uh, little document there, send it through. Winner will be announced within the next week or so. Full game, full version of the game, critical acclaim around the around the worlds. PC version, so obviously it's going to be a Steam code. And the other one that we're starting to get a little bit of traction on is the, the THG intro um, audio hook there. So two seconds, ah. send us in WAV file, MP3, MP4, whatever whatever format you're rocking. Send it through email, um, thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. We're going to start rolling these out probably the maybe mid to end August we'll get this platform rolling. Yeah. And every, you know, we're going to have 12 months in the year, obviously, so there's going to be a new winner every month for, you know, their most creative way of doing the Hungry Gamers little soundbite. And you'll get yourself a prize. We're just sort of working in the back end as far as what that's going to be, but it's going to be good. Nice. It's going to be good. Someone get their dog to say it. Yeah. Awesome. You could just be the, the, the year champion then. Yeah, that would that would steal the deal for me. Mm. If you got like some awesome dog. I mean, all dogs are awesome, but yeah. Just any animal. Any animal, mm. really. Yeah. Like a yeah. parrot. Is parrot cheating? Ah, oh, no, that'd be no. sick. That I'd, would be I'd, awesome. I'd, I'd pay a parrot. A macaw. You'd, you'd pay a parrot? Not physically, but like if someone sent in a bite with a, a parrot or a macaw talking, I'd be like, oh, what if they sent a parrot you? to accept the money? Then you'd. I'd be even more impressed. Uh, you yeah. have to. I'd, you'd I'd give it some money. <laughs> You've seen the beak on those things? That'll take a finger off. So I'd be, I'd be giving yeah. it its money or its Parrot price. dollars. Parrot dollars. So thank you for Fruit Loops. Yes. No, that's toucan. That's toucan Sam. <laughs> anyway, quick, quick shout out. Uh, some boys from the Australian scene as well. Ultra Super Mega. Check them out at ultrasupermega.com.au. They just released their sixth episode of their podcast. Uh, they've just recently, uh, I think they've got approval and set it up on iTunes as well. So check out Ultra Super Mega. It's called the Ultra Super Mega Cast. Three good dudes from around Australia here. They, they provide some good content. They're doing a lot of interviews with various guys from in the industry um, around Australia. So ultrasupermega.com.au. Give them a look. Give them a look. Give them a listen. Give them a rate. Give them all that. And give us those rates and subscriptions too. Please. Yeah, we need some more love there. Mm. Because we're just thirsty for that love. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of being thirsty, do you think that's a show so we can go get some drinks? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not, not quite as long as I would like, but that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you opened that door yourself. Nah, I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't do that's what she said. New Jeff. hashtag? New hashtag. Hashtag GIF forum. GIF forum. GIF forum. <laughs> oh, look out. I can see those letters coming in. All right. So next week, tune in. Same bat time, same bat channel we're going to be back for episode 028 another world first (laughs) hope we make it yeah fingers crossed (laughs) much love and stay hungry you've been listening to the hungry gamers an exclusive podcast from 8-bit be sure to check out 8-bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. 